Hello and welcome to another episode of the Eat Local New York podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tringale. And in this week's episode, I'm actually out in Las Vegas. Uh, if you follow us on Instagram, you know I was out there a week or so ago. And while we were out there, I was connecting with some different restaurants and reached out to a place called Raging Tacos and uh, met up with Diego, who's the owner out there of this taco truck that's over at the beginning of the Fremont experience. And it was just, uh, yeah, really cool to sit down and talk with him. Um, he was gracious enough to take time out of his schedule to come in and be on the podcast and just chat a little bit more about how he got started, what it's like to have this business, to have a food truck in Las Vegas. And after that, we went and had lunch there and he hooked us up. I got to say, they, these were some of the best tacos I've had in a while. Uh, yeah, just really great spot. So if you're ever out in Las Vegas, make sure that you check them out. And uh, even if you're not going to Vegas, make sure you give them a follow on Instagram. Just search uh, Raging Tacos. Well, without further ado, let's get into this week's conversation between myself and Diego from Raging Tacos. But I'd like to come back and go to some of like, you know, hit like I'd love to hit up like an old school Vegas steakhouse in the future or something. Yeah. You know, I've never done that before. Yeah, there's so much food here. Yeah. Um, you know, if you go to Summerlin up there, there's yeah. a lot of good places. Uh, the hospitality does kind of like fade away. Does it? As you go further. Yeah. Depending on what part of town. But that's like any town, I would say. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the strip hospitality, I think it's like to yeah. none. I went to this place called Chops Barbershop yesterday to get a haircut and a beard mm-hmm. trim. And uh, the Uber driver was driving me out there, and he's like, you know, first of all, getting on the highway out past the strip, I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot more out here. And yeah. uh, he's telling me, he's like, yeah, there's just one really bad part of town. You don't <laughs> never want to go there. He's like, there's a 7-Eleven over there. He's like, tourists get shot there all the time. Like, yeah. whatever you do, don't go anywhere near that 7-Eleven. <laughs> and then he pulls off to the side, and he's like, where am I taking you? It's like, <laughs> oh, this barbershop. He was like... Oh, we're here, and that Seven Eleven who was just talking about was right next right door. Corner? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, there's like little pockets here that are really sketchy. Yeah, little, little little pockets and stuff like that. But just like any place, though. Yeah, any place, you know. But you're kind of surprised that there's like life outside of the strip. You know, people live yeah, here. People have lives here. <laughs> uh, it's a nice place to live. I think. Yeah. You get everything here. You know. So you came here seven years ago, right? 2015. Yeah, in in August is going to be six. Okay. No, seven. Okay. We're 2022 already. Yeah. yeah. So seven years. Yeah. 2015. I moved here for college. Where you come from? Where were you from? Uh, California, like up okay. north near uh, Sacramento area. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've lived there, and then I, I wanted to move out of uh, my hometown. I just wanted to get out of there. For, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know where I wanted to go, but Vegas just randomly came up. Hmm. Never thought it would come out here. <laughs> Not once did I think about it. I just always thought it was like like a porn star place as a little kid, you know, growing up, hearing about it. Yeah. My, my mom was like, oh, don't get into porn. <laughs> <laughs> I remember she said that. And I was like, mom, this is the last thing I'm thinking about yeah. right now. <laughs> I just want to go party for a little bit, you know? So it was, awesome. it was interesting. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, it was either that or L.A. Uh, yeah. deciding because it's like. It's a big enough, it's a long enough drive for me where I, I didn't have to go back home. Yeah. Which is not what, I, I didn't want to be home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the last thing I wanted to do. So I moved out here and it was only supposed to be like three years. Yeah. 
you know, graduate college, which I did in 2018, and then get out of here and do something else. And uh, but it turned out like I found my best friends here. That's cool. I found like a new family here. Yeah. And uh, my new career. What was your major? Sure, kinesiology. Okay. Which is like you know like physical. I haven't talked about that in a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like movement science, basically. I yeah. want to be a physical therapist. Yeah. That was a goal. I wanted to do, uh, you know, be a doctor like that, do all that. Um, but, you know, when I graduated college, I was like, damn, I haven't done enough to get into a graduate program. Mm. So if I was to do that, I'd have to go back to school, redo courses, oh, yeah. take more more prereqs and all that stuff. And I was like, damn, another four another three years of my life. Yeah. So I was like, just, just kind of chilling. And I was like, okay, if I take a year from 2018, 2019, take that year and see what I, if I still want to do that, I'll do that. Right. If not, then I'll just find something else, which, you know, I found the food truck at the time. Yeah. That's how that started for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Was, uh, you grew up with like, was like food service and that kind of stuff in your family or anything? No, prior to starting this, I think my only experience was at a, uh, at the day club here at Manila Bay as a food runner. Oh, I did like a year. But that's the only hospitality experience that I have. What's that like, man, working at a restaurant inside of a casino in Vegas? Well, it's a so it, it, it's a day club. So it's yeah. like, you know, like a nightclub, but during yeah. the day with the pool and everything. Oh, and cool. so there's a kitchen right next to the like, cabanas and stuff okay. like that. So that experience was like, <laughs> I remember the first, the first day. I don't know how... Uh, how many stories, how deep I can go into the stories here. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was, my first day was pretty interesting. Like I got tipped by getting a, uh, the lady was giving me a, uh, what do you call that? A motorboat? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I brought a big platter of, uh, of fruits and stuff yeah. to, to the cabana. My first cabana, like all smiling, <laughs> you know, all innocent. I was like 21 at the time, just turned That's 21. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, I, I come into the back of the cabana, and then the the, the, the head of the table, uh, you know, he just, you know, I give him the food and everything. He's like, hey, come here. I was like, what? He's like, here, come here. And then his, like, his wife, or I don't know what, it, what she was, <laughs> you know, she just grabs my face and just sticks it in her, her chest, right? <laughs> so, like, but there was, like, an opening in her chest, right? Cause I, I didn't feel anything. I just felt her bone because they're so separated. <laughs> they're so separated. That was, like, one of my first weekends. I was like, dude, this is going to be a fun a fun year, a yeah. fun season for sure, you know? And it turned out to be, like, really fun, yeah. That's hilarious. Like, the, the, the people that you meet there, the experiences, like... Oh, I bet. I mean, the money that I made, which is kind of what helped me start uh, my business and everything. That's, that's, cool. that's basically how I got everything, yeah. That's awesome. For sure. I had a buddy who used to, he moved from Buffalo, New York to Los Angeles and, uh, years and years ago. And he was, he got a job somehow working at the, uh, Bel Air or whatever, like one of the, like the biggest hotel out there in LA. And he was a uh, bartender, but it like their pool area, cabana area. He was like the, like a private bartender. So like a guest would come in and he would be their person for the week or whatever. And, uh, through that, I mean, he got, he was going to like Elton John Grammy parties and just like Mm -hmm. these crazy meeting all these famous people making a shit ton of money. Right. You know, I always thought, I'm sure here is this exact same thing. I thought it'd be a really interesting experience to do something like that for a little bit. Yeah. A lot of hotels here have that experience because there's a lot of private like pool areas inside hotels that you can go to and like, mm. people with money yeah want to be separated from right the yeah. peasants you know yeah so <laughs> so you can experience a lot of things like that and uh we, we serve a lot of like ga and like a lot of mm. a lot um like tables at once but yeah. occasionally you would get like the one bungalow 
you know, 20K spenders, 30K spenders. And yeah. those kind of, those are the people you really get connections with. Yeah. Cause like you're, you're their personal server for the day yeah. or buster. And, That's wild. uh, it's a pretty good experience, man. Mm. Uh, you know, I like I definitely recommend people who are looking to do something out of high school, mm-hmm. want to make some money, just come out here. Yeah. Uh, but some people get lost though. Yeah. They get lost in the sauce out here. Oh, I bet. You know, I thought I would see more, uh, debauchery on the street, you know, uh, just, just like, like no rules. Yeah. I thought that I would see more of that. <laughs> we're, we're still human civilized people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Coming out here, like, you know, I've, you, you've yeah. always heard the stories. I had a buddy that was out here a couple months ago. It's usually the tourists though that, that think that, that do that. And, oh yeah. And they act like that because they think they can do that here. Yeah. But you know, there's families and kids here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know so i mean it's cool though yeah yeah a buddy of mine was out here a couple months ago and he was like and he's he was going after it for sure yeah and even hearing his stories i'm coming out here thinking like wow i'm gonna have to worry about prostitutes soliciting on every corner and you know <laughs> drugs just being you know done on you know everywhere yeah. and i haven't seen any of that yeah. yeah it's definitely there though yeah it's definitely there if you're looking for it you'll find it for mm. sure um yeah i mean i've been asked to be an escort once oh really yeah it's Obviously, I didn't do it, yeah. but definitely <laughs> contemplated. <Yeah. laughs> I was going through a breakup at the time, and I and it just some some Indian dude just came up to me at the gym. Oh, really? Uh, you know, not that it matters that he's Indian, yeah. but but yeah, he just came up to me and just kind of like started having a conversation with me about it, and uh, I contemplated about going meeting up with him at the bar, <laughs> and then I was like, "What am I doing?" I just like it, like just ghosted him, right? But, yeah, but it's just pretty interesting. I was like, man, like you could really like oh, get yeah. in there if you wanted to. I'm sure it's that simple. Even a guy who's not as good looking as I am can get there. Yeah. You know? So I was like, damn. I mean, because there's, I'm sure anybody and everybody comes out here, you know. Well, yeah, if you're, even if you're just visiting for a weekend, you yeah, know, everybody will be here, like all ages, all kind of financial background. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Uh, it's definitely not boring. Yeah, you know, so it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, like the. The pool gave me the connections. The UNLV mm-hmm. did too. The the college gave me all the connections that, you know, for life now, for sure. Yeah. You know, so it's pretty good. Yeah. So for the opportunity here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think there's, you know, a, a lot of that out here, for sure. Yeah. Um, so how did you go from, you know, working there to then finding the truck? Or wanting <laughs> to even open up a food truck? Yeah, so I think it was my my second season there. I did three seasons. Did I? Yeah. My second season, it was kind of getting towards the end. I just graduated college, and I was like, I need to do something. I need to figure something out. I'm not going to clean tables. I'm not going to bust tables a year, like uh, two more years, you know? Yeah. I'm going to do one more year and figure something else out. So my mindset was, like, we're open mm-hmm. for anything, you know? So then uh, the beginning of 2019, my partner at the time, uh, George, and... Uh, uh, we started hanging out again, right? Because after college, we kind of stopped talking for a little bit. So we started hanging out again, and we were at my condo at the time. And then he's like, he's like let's just do something, mm-hmm. like anything. Hmm. And, so, and then we just started talking about meal preps because we used to meal prep. Mm-hmm. And then that, like, formed into a food truck. Yeah. And then that food truck was, like, uh, we wanted to have our own concept at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, just do, like, a, a healthy and a fat menu kind yeah. of. Yeah. Cool. And like skinny fats, yeah. like skinny fats, because I really like skinny fats. It's like, okay, let's do that. Hmm. And like that conversation was so like powerful. Like yeah. him and I just going back and forth hmm. for like an hour, two, hour, I think two hours. We're like, all right, let's sleep on it. <laughs> this is like the beginning of 2019. Like, okay. let's sleep on it. And in the, in the morning, we want to do it. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll call each other and like, we'll talk about it. And yeah, I still had the same feeling. And then uh, it's like, okay, let's do it. So we just started like uh, researching like what it takes to get a food truck, hmm. all that stuff. So it's basically when it started. 
but it wasn't until uh then I so I was still at the club, so mm-hmm. I was like, We need to save money. It's like we, we, we had like a point of how much money to save each. Yeah. So I gave him a, I got him the job at the at Daylight Beach Club. Oh nice. So um yeah, so we both were working the same job and and then during like that we wanted to open that year, twenty nineteen, hmm. which we did. Wow. Uh October 2019 is when when we wanted to, mm. but we didn't open till like the end of the year, like the last day, yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it never goes according to plan. It, yeah, it always gets pushed back with the startups and everything. It just didn't work out. Uh, but during that process in that summer, uh, George, he does YouTube, mm. um, like foodie stuff and blogs and oh, whatever. Cool. So he was doing like a video for uh, a nice food truck here in Vegas on the east side. Yeah, really good food and. Uh, he was there uh, shooting the video, and the guy was like, hey, do you know anybody looking for, to get a food truck to buy mm-hmm. one? And then uh, that's when he it's, uh, we're like, obviously, we are. We are. So it's kind of like everything that kind of happened was kind of like, I don't know if by chance or by luck, yeah. but kind of worked out. And then this guy uh, was like, hey, like, you know, I can teach you what I, what I make of my food mm. and all that, and then you guys can just basically kind of franchise us yeah. and just do your own thing or something like that. And uh, when that came up, I was like, okay, that sounds a lot better than making my own menu. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have, like I said, like, probably the only experience I have is, is meal prepping. Yeah. Which I, like, I know how to cook to make, I was making meals for my, my coworkers at the time, so I could make for, like, 10 people. That's cool. So I had a little bit of an idea, but, like, nothing to, like, make my own menu. Yeah. Like, there's no way that would have worked. Yeah, it's, it's very different going from, um, I mean, I meet a shit ton of people back in New York that yeah. they make a great one dish and you know they love cooking and love making food for people and so they open up a restaurant and then it's like okay how do you scale that for a hundred how do you know if do i need to scale for a hundred today or for 20 today you know yeah it's a whole different Scary. world yeah very yeah different. food waste yeah. you know uh overhead all those little things employees yeah. taxes taxes jesus yeah. christ man. it's pretty good out here though right I mean, I mean, better than New York, for sure. Yeah, New York sucks. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't even know. I mean, we don't, there's no income tax here. Yeah, it's like California, New York. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't know. I mean, taxes still suck here. You know, you get taxed on everything. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. So you guys are in a permanent location, right? Yes. So we, we used to be a food truck for like about a year and a half, okay. like just mobile. And then I, I bought a food trailer. Okay. We could get into all that too. But um, right now, it's just, it's, cor- it's still a food trailer, but it's just yeah. uh, permanently stationed on the corner of uh, Fremont Street. Oh, cool. And Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah. So just chilling there. Uh, I only move it to, like, you know, clean up and, like, yeah. you know, maintenance stuff. But, but it's, it's permanent. So it's basically like a restaurant, yeah. which is what I wanted. Uh, not, not in this manner, but, like, you know, it kind of worked out for me. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Because yeah. the, um, because Rage, you know, so the you know, there's like multiple locations, right? There's a couple in California, or am I thinking of something else? Hopefully, something else. I think I'm thinking. All right, I must be thinking of something. Yeah, else. yeah, for sure. Maybe there's another raging taco in California that I saw. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I researched it. Shouldn't be. Yeah. Hope not. I must uh, be thinking of something completely different. Than... The process of trademarking. So <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody takes my name. <laughs> so uh, you guys bought the the thing. So you, so in other words, you guys. George is doing the video. You guys buy the food truck from him? Uh, it, we're supposed to uh, lease from him. Okay. Like, he was just going to rent it to us uh, super cheap. Like, yeah. it was going to be ridiculous, like, how much money we're going to be saving. And he was going to help us with the menu and, like, push everything out. But he kind of ghosted us. Oh. The guy, turns out he sold it oh, without wow. letting us know. Like, that whole, like, summer we were in our heads, like, we're going to rent from him. Yeah. When we were ready with the money. And we told him when we were going to be ready, which yeah. is, like, October time. And uh, so it didn't work out. 
Um, so we had to find something else out, which is like a couple food truck rental programs here in Vegas. Oh, cool. And that's so we started leasing a food truck from there. Oh, that's wild. And we built it like uh, a wrap. Everything was yeah. from the ground up and the kitchen kind of how we wanted, how we thought we wanted. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was not right, <laughs> uh, but we made it work. And uh, yeah, so that's so we started leasing 20, like New Year's Eve was our first event. Oh, wow. 2019, going to 2020. You know, before the pandemic hit. Yeah. How was that around here? Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, this is a ghost town. Was it? There's nobody here. I mean, I was working, so I, it doesn't didn't really affect me. It, it only made us more business. Yeah. The food truck industry here blew up for with that. Oh, I bet. There was like a street in Southwest here in, in Vegas that mm. was just like a row of food trucks. Wow. And people would just come out and eat because all the restaurants were closed. Mm. So so people wanted to eat. Yeah. So so it uh. Yeah, because I mean, we were getting close to uh, shutting down at that time because hmm. we were um, three months in, we were just we were staying alive because because of, of events. Yeah. Like one, one, we did a Tom. I don't know if you know Tom Sawyer, the the congressman. Yeah. So we did one event for him hmm. in January that paid for like everything that month. It was ridiculous <laughs> what we charged. <laughs> we charged that much because we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We, oh, were, really? we charged per head and. For like seven hundred people, and there's like no way we could feed that many people like in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it just like our mindset was just so dumb, and uh, but it worked out because like we, we knew somebody who was working the event, and, yeah, and she just told us how much you want, and I was like, okay, this much. That's and awesome. So that paid for the bills for that month. Those gigs are always amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. super super great. But we, we don't want to be event based. We want to be uh, you know in a corner somewhere and people coming to us because we know how good our food was, and yeah. we wanted people to come to us. So we knew, obviously, that wasn't going to work out in the beginning. So we wanted to do kind of both. Just do a lot of events yeah. and, uh, huh. and work up a corner somewhere here in Vegas. And um, so that's what we're doing, like, January through March. And before March hits, you know, uh, that pandemic starts, like, March 15th, the quarantine, yeah. something like that. And all our events were gone hmm. from, from now into, like, July of that year. It was wow. all gone. And, uh, you know, George is always... Uh, the realist for sure. Yeah. And he's like, Hey dude, like we have no more income coming, <laughs> you know, we're making freaking, <laughs> I didn't want to say how much we were making at the corner, but we were making nothing. Yeah. We were like losing money. Hmm. And, uh, we were like, okay, let's just work this weekend at the corner and see how it goes. If there's any promise and we'll keep going. If not, we'll shut down. Hmm. There was like no risk in the game at that time. Yeah. We just had to, we just were paying the, the rental for the, for the food truck. No. Yeah. So there was no real like commitment. Plus, you know, like, if you're three years into a business, like, it's a lot harder to let go. Yeah. But we were three months, they're like, I was ready to go. Like, Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hang out with my friends. <laughs> I was ready. But obviously, I didn't want to give up. So, but like, you know, we, we tripled our revenue at that location that weekend. Wow. Like, tripled it. That's amazing. And, uh, you know, not, not that we were making a lot before, but still, yeah. it was like a good amount. We were kind of similar, uh, making kind of similar, we were making with the events and everything. It was a lot more work for us, but... Mm. But it worked out. So okay, so this is good. There's mm. still people here, so let's keep going. And we kinda never stopped growing from there. That's awesome. Like just steadily growing, growing, growing. Mm. And uh again it worked out. And then uh we, we were able to buy the food trailer that I own now at that same year. Wow. Because it worked out. And that location at the southwest that I was telling you that uh has like a row of food trucks. Yeah. It took us like two months to like uh like three months for us to like finally just stop where we were doing it in a corner and just go do that. Oh wow. Um 
and uh, and it worked out like Jesus Christ like we weren't paying rent anymore <laughs> and our revenue went even higher <laughs> dude it's just like little things like that like the the lack of knowledge that that we had was really I mean we obviously didn't, didn't didn't go out of business so it didn't really matter at the end but like it like knowing little things like that could have helped for sure yeah a lot with the pains and stuff like that what's the local What's that local food scene like here in, in Vegas? Is there like a strong community of like small local spots? Yeah, a lot. Hmm. Uh, which which is once we made that move to Southwest, it's kind of when we started like knowing the community here. Hmm. Like small little like food stands, salsa stands, like all those kind of people yeah. on Instagram as well. And um, there's so much good food here. Yeah. So much good people are making good stuff here. And uh, um, so I'm not, I'm not really a big foodie. Yeah. You know, I just really like my my business. Yeah. And I want to make that grow. Uh, I could be more connected with the community. George mm. was a lot more into that. He was a lot more like communicating with that. I was just focused on growing my business. Which, Is he from here? Yes, he's okay. local. He's yeah. he's born here. I mean, he was born in San Diego, yeah. Mexico. Okay. You know, he moved here when he was like, you know, uh, I think 11 or so. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he's basically was from here. Yeah. So he kind of knew everything already. Mm. And... Um, yeah, he's the one who did the Instagram. So Instagram was really good. Yeah. Uh, he was the one who built all that. Which, you know, I, I talked to him in the past tense because he left already. Oh, okay. He left in June of this this year. Oh, wow. Of 2021. Okay. Yeah, he wanted to part ways, so we did. Yeah. Which, you know, we're still good friends. Yeah. So, so it worked out. That's cool. Not as good as we used to be. You know, it, works, it doesn't work like that with the business, but it's yeah. still we're still pretty good. And if he needs anything, you know, yeah, he can always hit me up for That's sure. Cool. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, listen, I mean, Restaurant industry. But I'm happy to be alone, though. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so happy. Restaurant industry of any of any sort is all in. Um, yeah, we do marketing for. Yeah. Uh, so, Am I talking close to the mic? No, you're fine. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, part of our business, we just promote locally on restaurants. Like I like I was like alluding to the story. We I've been doing this for six years. I met this lady six years ago. I knew how to do social media. Yeah. A friend of a friend was like, you need to go talk to this lady and help her out. She's about to close up. And, uh, I went and met with her, talked with her. I was like, so how'd you get started? My friends told me I made a great, whatever. I say X, you insert whatever the fuck you want there. You know, yeah. pizza, steak, <laughs> burger, whatever. Everyone says that. Yeah. 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 I love cooking. Um, my friends told me I should pursue my dream and open up my own restaurant. So she quit her job at a bank where she had great income, right. benefits, all that, mortgaged her house, opened up a restaurant, and she knew how she made a great whatever, but she knew nothing else about it. There was no, how do I set a menu? How do I pick a name, pick a location? You know, none of that. And so shortly, like, you know, a few months in, she was out of business. So that's, mm -hmm. why we, that's why I started. After talking to her, I was like, I want to be able to build an audience online where I could say, Hey, go check this place out and then get a hundred people to go there, mm -hmm. you know, and help them out. Um, and talking to so many people over the years, like we work with 165 restaurants across the state now. And I mean, most of them have a similar, similar story. You know, I just wanted to get into it. Always thought I'd be great to own a restaurant. Yeah. And most of them that I talked to are like either broke or almost broke or especially with the pandemic, they're like working a shit ton more with fewer cut. I mean, it's just, you know, mm -hmm. so I've had a buddy back home who has been trying to get me to buy in the past. He's talked often about, Hey, buy the, and I know he's profitable. I've seen his numbers. I know he makes a good living. Let's buy the restaurant, 
you know, you'd do so great with it. And I'm like, dude, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. Yeah. Being a restaurant owner. No fucking way, man. It's everything, you know, it's, it's such a fucking grind. Yeah, dude, it's nonstop, yeah. you know, but yeah, it just sucks. Yeah. Just sometimes I just want to quit. Yeah. I just want to go home. But then also like, I don't. Yeah. This is like really fun. And plus we're growing. Like the fact that we keep growing and, you know, I got a really good spot downtown. Yeah. You know, I shouldn't give up. Plus I have like really big dreams yeah. for it, you know. I'm not doing this just to have like a good living. living. Right. I can care less. I can have a good living work at the club. Yeah. With a lot less stress. Yeah. You know, so like that's, I have most, I have dreams of franchising eventually in the future. So it's got to be great to have a spot in a place like Vegas because you can build such an amazing brand awareness here with people that are visiting that you could, you know, just go essentially wherever, you know, obviously to a similar market, but go wherever and you'd, probably have some sort of a built-in customer base yeah i have the advantages of tourism going to downtown when people yeah. come visit vegas they're gonna go strip or downtown okay and you have to see my food trailer yeah like you had to walk by it yeah so i got that uh uh advantage that a lot of people don't have you know so then yeah and then obviously but just knowing your market too like you know like i started to realize that you know the people that made my made me money back then are not the same anymore mm-hmm. like the locals are like they're kind of gone you yeah. know, they just come here occasionally, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm not there for them anymore. It's, you know, it's for the tourist people. So I started doing YouTube videos and like, oh, you know, cool. stuff like this. Cause people, when people come visit Vegas, they're like looking up Vegas and yeah. then they want to see stuff and then my name could pop up, you yeah. know, stuff like that. So, so it's pretty good. Yeah. 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 We're going to start, I think we're going to make this part of a series of like places to go in the winter. Cause I mean, back home in, in upstate New York, it's like a low of negative 11 today. You know, people want to so get the I fuck hear. out of there. My friend just moved there, and he was telling me. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. It's not. Being here in sunshine, we get like, yeah, look. yeah amazing. <laughs> I mean, I know like living in Vegas wouldn't be this view all the time, you know, uh, or the strip or all that kind of shit, but. Um, it looks nice, though. Like, we really get some good sunsets, some yeah. good sunrises here, like uh, underrated, I would say. Yeah. You know, but the summer is just. It's yeah. horrible in here in the summer. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Super hot. Like 115. Yeah. You know, especially working in a food truck. Oh, I oh. Like, it's not, it's not easy. You know, food truck owners here in Vegas are not. Yeah. Are a different breed, I would say. Really? Yeah. I used to live in uh, central Texas, like near Austin, for a couple of years, and it gets hot there. And then I visited California one summer, and I went up to Redding. Yeah. And on, like, 4th of July, it was, like, 120 degrees. I mean, it was stupid hot, you know, and I was... I was outside smoking then, and I was just like, I don't know how in the world people can do this, you know? I like it, though. I like knowing that it's always going to be hot here. Yeah. I don't know. And then, like, the winter gives you a little break for a couple months. Yeah. But I just like the, I just wake up, I was like, oh, shorts today? Shorts yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a simple guy like that, yeah. yeah. I don't like to think too much, you know? That's cool. But, yeah. All right, so for anybody who's listening to this, where can they find you, and what can they expect? Uh, you can find me on... Uh, so the, the address is 506 Fremont Street yeah. in downtown Las Vegas. So it's a, the cross streets are Las Vegas Boulevard and uh, Fremont Street. You know, so if you look up on YouTube or anything, you can always look up Fremont Street Experience. Okay. And I'm right there at the entrance of that experience, you know. Okay. Um, Instagram is always the best way to look us up on Raging, Raging Tacos LV. Uh, we always do updates with what's going on, you know, with the trailer. Uh and we're open Tuesday to Sunday. We're open. We're gonna open a couple hours right now. Okay. And uh, usually from midnight or from noon to midnight, we're gonna be open. Uh, during the summer, it's we stay open to like 4 a.m. Oh, or wow. so. 
because it's you know the amount of people you see out there walking around at 4 a.m. <laughs> it's, it's it's insane. I couldn't believe it when I we started in October this year. Yeah, and I was like at 2 a.m. right, and then it's 4 a.m. People are just still walking. So like, you guys open? There's like so much money I was missing out in the first like week or two. Yeah, you know. So, hmm. but yeah, you just find us there, uh, and you can just walk up. We're on the corner. Like literally, just walk up, and you can cool. order. And uh, yeah, awesome. Yes. Yeah, man. We're gonna try and check it out today. So, For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I got well, you, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, there it is, everybody. Thank you so much for checking out the Local New York podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed or following us whatever platform that you're listening to this on. And you can also catch the video version of all of these episodes over on our YouTube channel. So thanks again for listening to the episode. And we're going to catch you next week on the Eat Local New York podcast.